Welcome everyone to Asian Pacific Voices Radio, where you'll find stimulating conversations that explore diverse topics and stories impacting our communities. I'm your host, Sheena Yap Chan. Joining me today is a very special guest. She is a dedicated public servant, an accomplished leader with a strong commitment to fostering equity, inclusion, and positive change within her community. As a first-generation Korean-American, she brings a unique perspective to her role, drawing upon her diverse background and experiences to inform her approach to public service. With an impressive professional background and a deep passion for addressing critical issues such as education, healthcare, and affordable housing, her vision for a thriving community is rooted in transparency, accountability, and empowering the younger generation through mentorship and youth programs. It's my great pleasure to welcome President of House of USA and House of Pacific Relations International Cottages at Balboa Park, Miss Inky Welch. Miss Inky, how are you today? Oh, good afternoon. Fine, thank you. First of all, could you start off by sharing your story about when and why you came to the U.S. along with some of your personal experiences or challenges you faced during your early days in the U.S. after moving from Korea? Sure. I immigrated to the U.S. in 1971 and uh, arriving in uh, uh, Hawaii with my legal guardians. Uh, Since I was living with them in Korea and being a minor, I had no choice to come with them to the U.S. Uh, Being born and raised in South Korea until the end of my eighth grade, my obvious personal challenges uh, were English, uh, American culture, hippie and other pop culture, cultural movements in the 60s and early 70s. I was uh, basically raised on Eastern philosophies, mainly Confucian ideals and Buddhist teachings deeply embedded in uh, Korean uh, traditions and culture, which were in stark contrast uh, to pop culture movements of the day. I need to say, I underwent some uh, cultural shocks when I uh, first got here. A couple of uh, personal experiences I remember when I first uh, uh, came to America. One was uh, having my hair length no longer than an inch uh, below my earlobe per my uh, middle school's uniform codes. Uh, when I arrived in the U.S., I saw many men and boys who had longer hair than I did, and I could not go outside the house for the first 12 months until uh, my hair reached my uh, shoulders uh, because I was so embarrassed uh, that, uh, that having shorter hair than the boys and men. And sales tax was another new concept to me then. I thought a shop clerk was trying to cheat me by uh, charging more than the price affixed to the items I was purchasing. And I was very, very upset that the shopkeeper was trying to take advantage of my insufficient English. Of course, I learned about sales taxes right uh, right away afterwards. And can you recall a specific moment or memory from your early days in the U.S. that had a profound impact on you and influenced your journey? Uh, yes, I, a very kind and loving Messianic Jewish American classmate uh, became a, a friend to me uh, while I was a sophomore in high school in Hawaii. 
she wanted to teach me English uh, using the uh, Bible as a textbook and introduced me to the gospel while I was learning King James English uh, from her. Go figure. Uh, that's when I learned for the first time in my life how uh, Jesus, the Son of God, showed the way of a true leadership through servanthood and demonstrated his love by sacrificing himself for many. So I learned then uh, that a few even selfless deed of a one person could make significant difference in the lives of many folks uh, based on uh, genuine love for others who are uh, in need. Uh, this teaching about effective and productive uh, life through services motivated by agape love had a profound impact on me personally, uh, professionally, and influenced my journey since then. I love that. It's so true. Sometimes we, we can change one person's life and you don't know where that person can go. I mean, they could be the next Oprah. They could be the president. I mean, sky's the limit, right? And so I love that philosophy you mentioned. And I think it's interesting that you learned English by utilizing the Bible. That's so cool. <laughs> so you should see me speaking uh, uh, King James English and people thought that I was in a Shakespeare class and I, I tried to just communicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for sharing that. And what inspired you to enter the field of public service and pursue a career in leadership? Uh, by nature, I'm a doer and not a talker. Uh, for example, uh, instead of uh, uh, complaining about politicians who uh, promise one thing, then do another after they get into the office, sometimes quite the opposite uh, of their campaign promises, I uh, refrain myself uh, just talking about it and complaining about it because that doesn't do anything. So I decided to do something about it and be a leader who actually serves the public as the public servants were originally designed to do. So I also dislike doing things the masses do. Uh, I So I tend to uh, place myself in an arena uh, where I am the first uh, to uh, tread the uh, path motivated by American pioneer spirit. And as you can see in my bio, you see a lot of the very first, the only <laughs> a, a Korean slash Asian American do certain things. So I believe my education, uh, coupled with the past 42 plus years of uh, work experience in uh, accounting, banking, corporate uh, finance, uh, mergers and acquisition, real estate, uh, flight school program administration, interfacing with the uh, various uh, federal agencies, as well as the various community services, uh, prepare me uh, for the current role. Uh, you are the first female Asian American elected as the president of the House of Pacific Relations and House of USA. That's amazing. Could you tell us about the House of Pacific Relations International Cottages at Balboa Park? And have there been any specific instances where your Korean background helped bridge cultural gaps and foster understanding within the Balboa Park community? Uh, yes, uh, the House of Pacific Relations International Cottages, also known as, as HPR, uh, was a device during the gloomy days leading up to uh, World War II uh, as a means to promote uh, Pacific meaning peaceful relationship among many fractured ethnic groups in the 1930s. Uh, thus, HPR was um, uh, established in 1935 as a consortium of houses representing 15 nations originally and currently grown to 31 cultural groups, uh, promoting uh, multicultural uh, goodwill and understanding through educational and cultural uh, programs. In my opinion, uh, 
uh, understanding basic human needs and learning to communicate to establish commonality coupled with the humility uh, concerning others higher than I, regardless of their titles and uh, jobs, as well as perseverance, uh, hard work, uh, learning as a life's uh, essential tool and selfless service to others help bridge me uh, to not only community within the Barbour Park, but all people uh, beyond um, Barbour Park as well. Thanks for sharing that. And I think it's important, you know, if we concentrate on one area that will actually overflow, right? And we can do what we um, what we did in one area and transfer it to other areas who are going through similar things. So I love that you mentioned that. And thanks for sharing that. What advice do you have for individuals who are going through a similar experience of relocating to a new country and adapting to a different culture? Well, learn, 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 and educate, and apply and practice what you learned, be positive, and bear fruit or be productive in your personal and professional walks. Uh, Understanding common threads by connecting and learning other cultures, be kind, and treat others the way you want it to be treated. Always challenge yourself and never cease to learn because in one of the Korean proverbs says, even an 80-year-old can learn from a three-year-old child. I love that great reminder that you mentioned. And are there any aspects of Korean culture that you particularly enjoy sharing or educating others about the House of Pacific Relations and House of USA? Oh, of course, mostly it's a Korean food, <laughs> uh, magnificent Korean history, traditional folk dances and their meanings. And Hangul, a, a million thanks to the King Sejong the Great for his invention of the uh, 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 Korean phonetic uh, written language, as well as sharing others about adaptability, sustainability, resilience, and creativity of a Korean people in general through their strong work ethics. And I love that you started with food because we all love to eat, right? And Korean food is one of the best cuisines in the world. What are some of your favorite Korean dishes that you love to share? I like all the side dishes. It's called the panchan. It's a collection of all different kinds of side dishes, and mostly the vegetables. It could be seafood. It could be meat. But mainly it's mostly vegetables and fermented, which is a natural pro- probiotic. And uh, so it's uh, and it's really good for your skin to the more vitamin C and more vegetables and food you uh, consume. It's better for your skin. So it's just a natural, uh, healthy uh, food. So I always uh, recommend to have a uh, uh, Korean food. <laughs> and also the word shikgu uh, in Chinese character is written uh, eating or the food and the mouth. What that means is as a family we, we connect with each other by gathering and sharing food together. So the food is very important uh, in connecting uh, with others, and especially guests. If you want to get to know them better, you always invite them uh, to your dinner table, right? Yeah, I think in any Asian culture, food is the language of love, right? Yes, we, that's right. <laughs> we, we make a feast. We want to make sure our family members or friends are fed well. And if there's leftovers, you know, we tell them to bring it home with them. Um, I remember when they when I first saw like the side dishes, I was just like, oh, my God, there's free food at this restaurant. This is awesome. <laughs> Not realizing there were side dishes. So, um, right. And just want to let you know that the uh, in Korean greeting, so embedded in our culture, they don't say, how are you? They could greet, say, hey, have you eaten? <laughs> that means that's how they greet each other. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to have that as a new greeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, can you speak about any initiatives or programs you've implemented at the House of Pacific Relations and House of USA that celebrate or promote cultural exchange between Asia Pacific and the U.S.? What can people expect when they visit the houses? Well, uh, since I took the office of uh, HBO presidency this year uh, and the House of USA uh, seven years ago, uh, uh, I instituted celebrating, first of all, for House of USA uh, inaugural uh, African American heritage. Now, again, uh, that is for the uh, everybody to come and learn, because uh, more we understand each other, uh, the better. And of course, this year we had the inaugural celebration of uh, Asian Pacific American uh, heritage. Uh, uh, in uh, a month of May. Now, administratively, I brought the House of USA uh, from the uh, 20th to 21st century in many aspects, including technology and uh, initiating and restating new and existing HPR committees, and namely uh, strategic and short-range planning, audit, and publicity committees, and also continuously uh, recruiting ready, willing, and able members uh, who are excited about the future of the House of the USA as well as the HPR as a whole. So just so you know, the House means HPR House membership, whereas a cottage means physical building. Uh, so when people visit the cottages, they're greeted uh, with some ethnic uh, treats uh, and or beverages, uh, view historical uh, and or cultural displays and even engage with a docent uh, or host uh, who can answer questions or explain uh, any uh, items that you may have uh, uh, a question about uh, the respective countries' history, traditions, cultures, costumes, and languages. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. And you know, I'm really curious, um, you know, I, I, as, as we mentioned, you're the first Asian American female who was president. How did you get elected to become the first female president for the houses in 100 years? Uh, usually when I engage with the public, engage with the uh, house members, anybody, I normally forget about the adjective. So I don't go by, oh, I'm a Korean American. I go by, I always try to find the commonality. And so uh, just being there where in the areas where the uh, the organization or the people or the cottage need the most, I, I think uh, uh, people hopefully can see that, and uh, I'm willing to uh, uh, put up the hard work to uh, get the uh, goals accomplished. So uh, last year, uh, uh, very fortunately, and uh, grace of all the uh, 31 delegates, I was unanimously voted uh, as the president of HPR uh, this year. Congrats to that. You know. I know you mentioned like you don't see yourself based on your race, but just what you do. But it, it is really still important because you've broken that glass ceiling. You've opened it for the doors for other Asian women who want to be in your footsteps, right? Or take the same position or be president in some in another industry or another organization. So I just want to say congrats to that. And, you know, like you're the first one in 100 years. That's amazing. <laughs> so and how do you navigate the complexities of cultural identity, balancing your Korean roots and your American experiences? Well, let's see. In order to explain that, uh, I have to share my personal mantra or slogan, and it is, there is a, only one race in my dictionary, and it's the human race sharing the same blood red, the color signifying life, action, strength, energy, and passion. 
when a person connects with someone outside of their influence, sphere of influence or cultural group based on common human needs and wants, I believe the cultural walls come down. And one's willingness to learn, understand, and celebrate the difference of others versus debating the differences, I believe one's life can only be enriched and can make positive impact in our home, community, and society. So by focusing on being an American first, like as I mentioned earlier, uh, that I gain trust of others because I find, always find that commonality, common ground. And then using my knowledge and uh, experiences uh, from my root to connect and to enrich the lives of others. Uh, I, li- I really like a Korean subject, object, noun, uri, uh, meaning we, our, ours, versus American individualism of I, mine, Mind. So first-person plural noun implies togetherness and is very powerful in many aspects of our lives because there's a strength in numbers. Thanks for sharing that. I love that you mentioned, yes, we are all human. We all bleed the same color. Um, and sometimes, you know, people don't see that, right? I mean, racism still happens. You're judged by the color of your skin. And unfortunately, you know, we're still working towards learning to live peacefully and in harmony. And so I think the more we just talk about these things, the more people can be aware, like, yeah, we are all just the same, right? We may look different, but we, we're all human. So thanks for sharing that. And are there any particular Korean traditions or customs that hold a special place in your heart and that you actively incorporate into your work and life? Well, let's see. Uh, having lived in the U.S. nearly uh, four times longer uh, than having lived in Korea, I don't have any particular traditions or customs uh, that I, I would try to teach others or share with others. But what I do is I choose the better or the best of the two or more cultures to establish sincere friendship, a joyous achievement, a dignified services, integral profession, and the love of uh, my neighbor as defined as those who are in need uh, through communication and bond of unity. And I know collaboration and partnership building are essential in public service. How have you successfully worked with diverse stakeholders to achieve common goals in the past? Historically, uh, many houses uh, tend to focus only on their own culture and events, uh, which could easily sometimes can segregate you as a member of house from the rest of uh, a group. So I've been reaching out not only to all 30 other uh, HPR house members, but also community organizations, the expert uh, members in their respective areas or fields in ethnic performance, performing arts to collaborate with the House of USA. Like, for instance, uh, ethnic food fair and the International Christmas Festivals by design, the, all the 31 houses come together, but even own uh, House of USA event, uh, typically the Memorial Day, Independence Day, Constitution Day, Colonial uh, day, the Veterans Day, I'll try to make it so that as many uh, other cottages or countries can collaborate. For instance, uh, uh, July 4th or July is coming up as we celebrate Independence Day. It's not just the activity for House of the USA, but it is for uh, basically the Germans, uh, House of Poland, uh, the, uh, France, uh, Scotland, uh, Ireland, Israel, Mexico, and the list goes on and on because in the beginning, during the American Revolutionary War, all these uh, ethnic groups came and some of them ultimately paid with their price. 
so that you know, this nation can have its, its independence. I try to bring everybody together. And this is not just the USA, but this is our events. And even in Korea, March 1st is Independence Day. And so I try to explain how important it is for us to have that freedom. And as I said, the freedom doesn't come free because many uh, the independent fighters have lost and shed their blood uh, so that they could have uh, independence. Uh, or even a UN, a U.S. soldiers and allies during the Korean War helped to bring about the independence and freedom of democracy to the South Korea. So this is just not an American event, but in a lot of ways, it's uh, all these people that who spill their blood so that the, uh, the generation now uh, could enjoy our freedom. With all this activity, I always keep in mind an uh, effort to bring it together and achieve a diversity, equity, and inclusion in true sense of the words in all our events. Thanks for sharing that. And Inky, do you have a life's philosophy that you live by that you can share with our listeners? I think the golden rule is the best. Do unto others the way you want to be treated. And so I try to be respectful, try to be understanding. Now, not everything that you hear, you may agree uh, because of your upbringing and whatnot, uh, but uh, share something that's positive, you know, and something that could bring us together. So that's what I try to focus. And uh, we can easily be bitter and complaining about a lot of things, a lot of things, issues with the society. But if you just focus, you know, one thing at a time, I think uh, we can go a lot further because uh, the Korean North say the uh, 10,000 re it starts with the first step. <laughs> so, so if you do well in small uh, things, I think the greater task will be interest to you eventually. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, if um, our listeners wanted to connect to you, is there a website that they can check out? Sure. Uh, the website uh, for uh, the uh, HPR is sdhpr.org. And you click on there, and that there will be my message uh, from me. And when you click on about the HPR, and then you will see all the details, all the houses with their flag. And you click their flag, then you can go into their website and see you know, what they're all about and what are the events they celebrate. And what we have, what do you call it, three major events that all 30 one houses are encouraged to participate. Uh, the, as I said, ethnic food fair uh, in May, and then there are uh, loan programs. It used to be throughout the 12 months because every country has a different Constitution Day, different Independence Day, different festivities. Like uh, the House of China, we have a, the Lunar New Year, and so uh, uh, that's always fun. And they have like two-day special events for everybody. Uh, and so, and just also attending and learn more about it. Like for instance, I've learned from House of Spain. And that the uh, flamingo dance developed out of uh, ancient Far Eastern Indian Hindu dances. So, so that's something that I never knew. And just always something new that's exciting. And oh, that's kind of fun to learn. So, so that's what I'm uh, trying to uh, encourage everybody to do is always be focused and uh, be positive. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And first off, I just want to thank you for coming on today to share your story, to share about. Uh, the House of USA and the work you've done. And again, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for inviting. And it's obviously it's a privilege. And it's my deep gratitude to you for allowing me to come on your show. Thank you. We would love to also hear from you, our valued listeners, about any suggestions for future guests or topics. 
Also, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, as well as follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Asian Pacific Voices Radio is produced by Asian Culture and Media Alliance, a nonprofit that empowers our Asian and Pacific Islander communities with a voice through media arts. If you would like to support our program, please visit AsianPacificVoicesRadio.com. I'm Sheena Yapchan, and I thank you for listening. Please join us next week for another exciting and thought-provoking Asian Pacific Voices Radio show. Until then, take care, everyone.